You're listening to Body Light Tales, the podcast for mindful people on the go. Hello, this is Miao Guang. Today's Body Light Tale is a Body Subverse Challenge. Once upon a time, there lived a disciple of the Buddha called Shariputra. At age twenty, Shariputra went on a quest to find the ultimate truth. So he became the student of a Brahmin. However, the teacher did not satisfy his quest for knowledge and the truth. After searching for spiritual truth for some time, he found the teachings of the Buddha and became the Buddha's disciple. For many lifetimes. Shariputra had engaged in spiritual practices. In one of his past lives, Shariputra had vowed to practice the Bodhisattva path. He vowed that if anyone needed help, whoever or wherever they may be, he was ready to make any effort to help them. After some time, Shariputra was close to attaining the seventh stage of the ten abodes. Called the abode of non-retrogression. This means that Shariputra had nearly eliminated the mental sufferings caused by views and perceptions. One day, a deva, a celestial being, decided to put Shariputra's bodhisattva practice to the test. The deva disguised itself as a young man and said by the road that Shariputra would soon pass. When the young man saw Shariputra approaching, he began moaning and crying. Shariputra saw the young man whimpering, so he approached him and asked, "Excuse me, I'm sorry to bother you, but may I ask why are you crying? None of your business. Please just leave me alone." The young man replied and turned away. Shariputra sat down next to him and said, "Please tell me what's bothering you. Perhaps I can help you." The young man nodded and replied, "Well, I do have a problem, but I'm afraid you cannot help." "What's the matter?" Shariputra insisted. The young man sighed and replied, "It's my mother." She's been diagnosed with a rare disease. The doctor said that the only cure is to find the eye of a practicing sage. Can you imagine asking anyone, let alone a practicing sage, to part with one eye? It's hopeless. How can I not weep for my dying mother? I just feel so sad and powerless. Shariputra smiled kindly and said, "Please don't worry. As someone who has attained the bodhisattva stages, I am perhaps that practicing sage who can help you." The young man's eyes lit up and said, "Truly? I hope you're not joking." "Yes, it's true. I have vowed to help all beings and am willing to offer my life and my body." Please believe me, I am ready to help you save your mother. Here, 
Please take whichever of my eyes you wish. Shariputra replied as he put his face closer to the young man. The young man shook his head, waved his hands, and replied, I can't. How can I take either of your eyes out? But if you truly wish to help me, perhaps you should take one of your own eyes out. Shariputra thought the young man had just made a valid point. Without hesitation, he pulled out his left eye, gave it to the young man and said, Here you go. Take my eye and I shall pray for your mother's swift recovery. The young man shook his head in shock and replied, Oh no! The doctor said it had to be the right eye. Your left eye is of no use. I can't accept it. Now distressed, Shariputra thought, This is absurd. I thought if I offered this young man my left eye, I could still see with my right eye. Now if I give him my right eye as well, what will happen? But he saw the sad young man and thought further. Oh well, it's my fault. I was careless. I should have asked before acting on it. Besides, this is my bodhisattva vow. Sages of the past also sacrificed their heads, eyes or bone marrow to help others. They were set in their vows through many lifetimes without second thoughts. Why can't I do the same? Since I offered to help, I must help. Without further hesitation, Shariputra bravely pulled out his right eye, gave it to the young man and said, Here, please take my right eye. The young man took the right eye, smelled it, and looked disgusted. He threw the eye to the ground, stomped on it, and said, What kind of sage are you? Your right eye stinks. How can I use something so foul to make my mother's medicine? Hearing the young man's harsh words and seeing his right eye trampled, Shariputra despaired. He said to the young man, you know how difficult it is to ask anyone to part with their eyes? I chose to help you because as a bodhisattva, I have made vows to help all beings. You said my left eye was useless to you, so I offered you my right eye as well. But now you complain that it stinks. How have I wronged you? Why do you treat me this way? Now deeply upset and utterly dejected, Shariputra continued, It is impossible to help all beings. I have changed my mind. I am not fit to be a bodhisattva. I think it is much better to just focus on my own practice instead of helping all beings. At that moment, the young man transformed back into the deva and said, Shariputra, please do not give up. I simply came to test the strength of your vows and practice, not discourage you to stop. After this test, you now know where you can improve. Those on the Bodhisattva path will inevitably face challenges. 
and it is through overcoming them that we gain wisdom and progress further. As all bodhisattvas go through challenges, it is important to always move forward and never regress. Shariputra thought for a moment, then replied, Yes, I finally realized that the bodhisattva path is not always an easy one. Thank you so much for teaching me a great lesson. The deva joined its palms and departed. Shariputra continued on his journey in practicing the bodhisattva path. This story shows us that being a bodhisattva requires endurance and perseverance. When we aspire to be like a bodhisattva, we must be prepared for the challenges ahead. In this story, Shariputra was put to the test and he almost gave up because he felt it was too difficult. We must remember that no matter how challenging it is to help someone, we must never forget our initial intention. How often do we think of giving up when trying to help someone because they don't appreciate our help? These instances test us and remind us of just how strong our aspirations are. We shall strive to practice giving joyfully and without fear. We must become aware of our attachments to the notion of self. If all we care about when we give or help is what others think of it, this means we have yet to realize the value of emptiness and carefreeness. Though we may not yet be like the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas of the past, with their great vows and practices, we can still learn to give without regret or resentment. Having a perfectly willing attitude to help and care for those in need, to the best of our ability, is equally important. Helping others is a way to triumph over our greed. Moreover, we can elevate our kindness and compassion for others. By taking small steps, little by little, we can continue to practice the Bodhisattva path and achieve the stage of non-retrogression. Just as Venerable Master Xingyun says, serving in the interest of others and not oneself is the aspiration of Bodhisattvas. Serving in the interest of others before oneself is the practice of sages. Serving in the interest of others and oneself is the act of the virtuous. Serving in the interest of oneself and not others is the attitude of the selfish. This is Miao Guang. Thank you for listening to Bodhi Light Tales. Subscribe to Bodhi Light Tales and have stories delivered to you every week. May your day be filled with happiness and wisdom.